This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss. The number-crunching freak in the spreadsheets, blue monsters love their data. They love knowing things. They love having 100% of the information so they can make the best possible decision. With a caveat, the best possible decision is based on the data, not necessarily based on the outcome. So a perspective here for blue monsters. They are also marathon runners. They have endurance like I think probably only the Reds. Reds have a lot of endurance. Blues have a lot of endurance. The reason is is because they get obsessive about what they're working on. Um, they're a very obsessive type of personality. Um, they can grind away. They're like the gears on a clock. They just tick, tick, tick. They never stop. They build the models. They double check their numbers. They look for data. They look for information. They want process and system and structure. Um, that's, your, that's your blue monster. They are in love with the type of work that puts other people to sleep. Superpower, curse, just like all the colors. What makes them really strong, what makes them a good little monster, also makes them a horrible little monster. Um, it just depends on how they learn how to control it. And we're, you know, we talk about skills and talents. Is how they've learned skills to keep their talents um, in check and amplified. And the reason why I say that is because. They can get lost in the data. I call these rabbit holes. It's very easy. If you know a deep blue, you know that this happens often. They're working on a project. There's a lot of data. And within the data, they find pieces of the data that doesn't look right. Those are rabbit holes. They go down the rabbit holes. They don't stop and ask, is this relevant to the bigger project? They just say, data doesn't look right. Go deal with that data. And so the deadline for the project comes along, and they don't get the project done. And they say, well, the data was wrong. I had to go back and address the data. And the problem with this is then you'll ask them, well, when can it be done? I don't know because all the data is wrong. They actually can't meet the deadline. They, they, they mentally cannot meet the deadline because they're concerned about the fact that they don't have an answer for all the data. And sometimes the answer is, well, oftentimes the answer is, is that we won't know everything. Or some of that data is just what it is. Um, and we need to put an asterisk next to it. And we do know that that will make an impact on the other end, for instance, if we're looking at variables, we might start with and say, well, I know that there's more than two variables. So I go in there and I come up with a list of 10. And then as I come up with a list of 10, I expand that to a list of 100. And then from a list of 100 to a list of 1,000, I could possibly never stop in there. And which one's the best? I don't know. And so um, what happens is, is project deadline comes, we miss the project because I don't have all the information or project deadline comes and here's the result of the project, but it, you can't really trust any of it because I don't have all the information. And so it takes, I think, strong leadership to work with a blue monster to help them pull out the fact that we're not going to know everything all the time. Sometimes we're just going to have to put an asterisk next to it and say that's something that we're going to have to observe as we progress or know that there could be variability there and how that might impact the output. Might is the key word there. And blues don't like might. Blues like will. You know, they like they like definitive terminology. Um, I one of the ways that I could also describe a blue monster is with financial planning. I used to call blue monsters technical advisors, and technical advisors are the type that like to grind through stuff. They like to make the projections and the numbers and. They like to tell you exactly what you're supposed to do to meet those projections. If you don't do exactly what they're, you're supposed to do, you know, what's wrong with you? That's kind of the technical advisor. Then you've got the yellow or the opposite. So the yellow monster would be a behavioral advisor. 
they're not really so concerned with the projections and that stuff. They're concerned with how you feel about things. They just want you to feel good. And so we would put a blue and a yellow together because the blue doesn't necessarily care how you feel about things. They just are telling you what you need to do or what your options are. Because look, if it's not defined, if if there is variability here, I can't actually tell you which is the best because I don't know. So therefore, I give you options. Well, you're going to a financial advisor to not give you options, but to give you advice. So they struggle there. So the yellow comes in and says, well, here's the options and here's how each one of them might look for you. This is the experience you might have. So if you're trying to have experience XYZ, you should go this way. So it was a nice balancing act um, to put those types of uh, planners together. If you just have blue or technical planners, then the person who needs a little bit more guidance as far as um, how they're reacting to the stock market or how they're reacting to their kids or something like that, you know, regarding finances, uh, they're going to really struggle with that planner. They're going to feel like the planner doesn't care and doesn't listen. <clears throat> so um, a good balancing act there. And an example of this is, uh, and this is a real life example, a client comes in and they're sitting with a, a, a behavioral and a technical advisor and they say to the behavioral planner, my grandmother died last week and the behavioral planner or the technical planner looks up from the agenda and says, and doesn't say a word, looks back down and then says to them, whatever's next on the agenda or whatever's next in this, in the chart that they're filling out. <clears throat> they don't even know what to say. They, their job, they are there literally to build the projections and show the projections. In fact, they're uncomfortable when it starts to, that those emotions start to rev up. So they're just simply going, What's next? This is my job. I'm supposed to talk to you about this stuff. Versus the yellow monster, they immediately just cut in and say, well, you know what? Let's hold off, blue monster. We need to just take the rest of this meeting and talk about you. How do you feel about this? What's going on with you right now? You need to be in the right headspace to be able to deal with the finances. And so they want to make it all about the feelings that, you know, almost like a therapy session. And so you can see how this can go too far in either direction. You know, the blues by themselves will make it too much about the chart and the projections. And, you know, the, one of the problems with the chart and the projections is it's not real life. It's an idealistic um, proposal of how it might look, but it's not real life. And people are living, breathing, emotionally laden creatures, right? Like, like we have... Um, feelings about things and we have family and we have friends and we have community and we have influences and we make it, you know, we influence others and those types of things. And so we can't just be dry and to the number because that's not really how, you know, those numbers on paper on the computer don't really, they don't carry the essence of what they really mean in real life. Um, in fact, I think people who are over-focused on the numbers, they're missing out on real life. Um, but then we can't go the other way too. We can't go so far the other way that all we're talking about is real life and we're not talking about, um, what our actions might lead to. And that's where the, the technical comes in. If I am going to give all of my money to my kids when I'm in my sixties, well, I might live till I'm in my seventies and eighties and then I might need to ask for it back. And that's where the technical advisor needs to say, well, you know, you probably shouldn't really do that because look at this risk that you've created for yourself. Yes, it would make you feel happy today, but no, you won't be happy 
down the road if this these things happen, and they're very likely to happen. Um, so there's there's a balance that needs to come from that, and I think that that's when we think about the blue monster, how we need to leverage the blue monster. And the blue monster will not do this naturally for themselves. They will not say, hey, I need to be a balancing, a balancer. The blue monster just looks at it and says, you got a problem? I'll figure out the data. Um, so what we really need to do is help them. We know that they're steady emotionally, very consistent. You can lean on a blue monster. They're going to be very consistent for you. And they can make significant contributions because of their endurance and because of their steadiness. And they love to grind through information and data so they can bring to decision makers really high quality information. And I think the more defined the information requests are, the better, because that helps them avoid the rabbit holes. But they are really, really, really good um, at being a really important part of the decision making tree, let's say, because... They are willing to sift through data like no other. They're willing to put things together in different ways to, to go in and, and really just grind and grind and grind to make sure that they've covered all the bases. And so put them in that situation. Um, they can really help balance more of, you know, the impulsive personalities of a lot of times with some of your, your yellow or red type of leaders would have. They can really balance that and they really... Um, <clears throat> It helps them uh, utilize this unquenchable desire for information. So it can help them have a place for that to go in a controlled way that doesn't get in the way.